from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Hello, folks. I just need to give you this little announcement. I'm probably going to be doing this for, I'd say, roughly a month. That way, everyone out there who is listening and supporting me will know what uh, exactly is going on. So at this point, you will no longer be able to listen to my show on any of your favorite platforms. That includes platforms such as Apple or Google or Spotify or Deezer or uh, Spotify, iHeart, etc., etc. You will just have to listen to my episodes on this platform and, of course, at the Ernest Man Show. Dot com. That's it. That's the end of that brief message. Now we can move along. Very quickly, I would like to mention a sincere thank you to Josh. Josh, you know who you are, and I very much appreciate your support. Moving on, this is episode number 214, Oregon News. Man kills seven on I-5 near Salem. Here's what needs to be said. And of course, this is Wednesday, where we discuss local uh, news issues, what have you. Uh, So yeah, um, if it's going on here in Oregon, we're going to talk about it. And that's what we're going to talk about now is what occurred here. Um, May 18th, I believe it was. And I, you know, I want to, there's something I want to forewarn you about. Um, I realize that what I am about to say is more probably, you know, more likely than not, it's not going to win a popularity test. It's not going to win a popularity contest at all. Um, Fortunately, that's not something that I am trying to do. I basically, you know, I take something and um, I, uh, I tell it as I see it. And apparently um, that's what you people, you write into me and, that's what you say you like, and that's what you enjoy, and I I know I sure as hell would enjoy um, hearing that. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I could tune in. I would probably listen to myself. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but this may be really, um, you know, very... Uh, different to say the least so brace yourself uh i may say this it may shock you you may hate me i don't know maybe some of you'll love me but i'm just gonna get it out there now there is what we need to understand first and foremost 
I'm talking specifically about this case, what has just occurred. Very specifically, this case under these circumstances. Because every case involving something like this, it can be similar, but circumstances do matter. But I just want to let you know, it is specifically about this circumstance and in this case. And this is something that I feel that people uh, really just, you know, need to consider. It doesn't matter if you listen to this, there is no guilt or sin to be had just listening to something. Folks, that's how you end up with a better society and a better world, by just talking and kicking around ideas, because that is supposed to be the goal. As time moves on, we change things, and hopefully um, they're supposed to be at least, you know, for the better. Sometimes we try these things and, you know, they're not for the better. I don't believe in any damn way, shape, or form that woke and all of its myriad of uh, appearances is good for society in any way whatsoever. Feel free to debate me on that if you wish, but uh, nope. Yeah, like prohibition, it's a bad idea. And um, But hey, that's how we learn that is supposed to be the positive aspect of this is that we take things and at least we try them out and after you know they've been given their 15 minutes of fame we collectively hopefully have the wisdom and we look at something and say yeah this is pretty fucking stupid let's get rid of this and move on to something better and that's what I'm about to propose concerning an aspect of this tragedy that occurred a few days ago. And of course, if you're listening far, far away, bear in mind this is um, this was right in my neck of the woods, right in my hometown. So yeah, it affects me and deeply, and you know so. That's what this this episode, this series on Wednesdays is all about. You got any ideas of your own? Of course, you want to contact me. So, um, yeah, on the 18th of May, we had um, this, uh, this guy driving a semi. And um, actually, what I'll do... Very briefly, it's just a few sentences I'll read. Uh, coming from the Salem Reporter. And uh, let's see. Uh, this is dated, when is it dated? May 22nd. That was just yesterday. Okay. Seven people hit and killed by a semi-truck driver on Interstate 5 between Salem and Albany last week were farm workers in Marion County, including one Salem resident. The victims died after a truck driven by who Oregon State Police identified as Lincoln C. Smith, 52, 
plowed into a van carrying the workers on the side of the road, crumpling the van into another semi-truck. Four others in the van were seriously injured. Police arrested Smith on charges of manslaughter, third-degree assault, reckless driving, and driving under the influence. Okay. Now, here is where we're going to look at this from a different perspective. Now, before I get into that, I wanted to briefly mention there with anything that occurs like this, there are, of course, several phases. And so, of course, there's the accident. In this case, it was the a, a, a horrible, terrible accident. And this tragedy, seven people lost their lives. And, you know, uh, three, a different report says three seriously, one minor injury. But I'm not, I'm not going to split hairs on this. It was horrible. Matter of fact, I'm looking at a picture of this van carrying these people. And you look at it and it's like, yeah, it's it's practically a miracle anyone survived at all. So we have a unique situation here. And what I would like to say about this is that we have to understand that as drivers, every just regular people, regular folks, even us as regular folks, we are supposed to have a responsibility to um, drive safely, to drive reasonably and safely. And of course, that would mean not driving under the influence or being drunk. And so also that what goes, there are a whole host of other things that go along with that. So if you, you, you knowingly strike a person, you don't just um, run away and drive away. You stop and to the best of your ability, you can try to offer assistance to, to help. And, but it's not, it's important to understand that this is not just Uh, Although it is an issue of law, but it is just being human. You know, it is just the, the social rules that we have in place, because if you don't have those rules in place, then you increasingly have a society that is psychopathic, which... Oftentimes, in the headlines, it's certainly not hard for people to believe that, you know, pretty rapidly, <laughs> that's, that's where the hell we're going. And um, so, there are many tiers of responsibility, but that is just the very basic. And it goes up from there depending on what you're doing as a driver. 
For instance, um, again, and this is not just an issue of law, although there are laws and there are different laws with different qualifications and restrictions. For instance, if you are a truck driver, a truck driver is supposed to physically, as far as their vision, as far as other factors are concerned, they're held because of, well, they drive a truck with, you know, who knows, 70, 80,000 pounds of cargo behind it. So, yeah, <clears throat> we're not talking in an accident here. Um, we're not talking fender benders, case in point with what, you know, just occurred. So, with that kind of responsibility, then things are much more stringent on the expectations that such a person, as far as them being responsible and so forth, um, they're, you know, they're held to a much higher standard. And, of course, that goes along with all the other public uh, service people, such as cops and the emergency uh, road people. And my hat's always off to those people. <coughs> they, in my book, are the lifesavers. They're heroes. They really are. And so I'm sure that um, these people did everything they possibly could to save any lives they possibly could. But um, hats off to them. And and every day they do this. They do this all the time. And uh, they certainly are deserving of our appreciation that's my point. On the other hand, though, there, when I say the different tiers, what I'm talking about is that there are the phases and the tiers. And in this case, this particular guy who did this, um, because of these very, um, what you might call, you know, cut and dry circumstances, um, it's being handled and it's going to be handled in a particular way that I think ultimately is really bad for all of us. Because this is where, at a certain point, of course, you have the initial tragedy. Then you have the emergency team and the cops in the emergency team that arrive. And then they have to try to save the lives. And they, we go through all that. And then after all that is done, then, of course, the wreckage is cleared. And it's one thing after another. And then, of course, in this period, we didn't have to search for the person. They actually have the guy who caused this. They arrested him. He's being held. And in this particular case, guilt isn't even a question. That's It's, it's not going to... Uh, it's not a question of pleading, you know, not guilty. Um, I, I don't see that in, 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 in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, for all intents and purposes, in other words, um, this guy's life is over. And you see, there is an important distinction here about this and this is where i feel in society and with what's going on where the rubber which should hit the road never usually quite does so in other words ironically there is a tragedy behind this tragedy that he caused and uh so this mr smith lincoln c smith 
52. Um, his life is forfeit. It's done. But it is not done, in my opinion, as it should be done. As in finito. I mean, actually done. It turns into something else, and in my opinion, that something is real ugly. Okay? Because there is one thing that many people, uh, I think, you know, it's one of those deals that if you ask folks, they know something and they're usually correct on an intuitive level, but not in a splitting hairs uh, manner of word definitions. And so we kick around, for instance, the word justice all the time. And if you look up justice, it could say things like, you know, just behavior or treatment. Okay. But that is not the same as its kissing cousin, which is retribution. And retribution is quite a bit different. And that is defined as, uh, as punishment inflicted on someone as vengeance for a wrong or criminal act. Okay? Now, to me, what things uh, concerning this and the problem is, and this isn't, of course, just here, I'm saying this is throughout America, is that how how this is going to be dealt with in the criminal, quotes, justice system, it has nothing to do with what is actually due. And in this case, if they are defining justice as this process, this long, lengthy process, um, is not retribution meaning and it is in no way fair and what i mean by that simply put i would be willing to bet and there are and i'm not saying everyone i'm only talking the majority of people okay i know that a majority of people even if they won't say it they go through the courts, they go through the, the justice system, and but they're often left hanging because they feel that uh, justice wasn't done. So let's let's say, for instance, and I don't I don't see how this could not happen reasonably. Let's say that this guy he gets, you know, I don't know, ten life sentences. Okay. Just say, for instance, he's, I don't know, gets a 150 or 200 year jail sentence. You know, bare minimum, he's going to get probably, you know, 50, 60, 70 years. In other words, by any, any rational criteria, he's going to die in, in prison. His life is forfeit. That's what that means. But here's the bad thing. The bad thing twofold about this is that I'm saying if people could just speak honestly, if they didn't feel intimidated, 
if they didn't feel intimidated by the law, the quote-unquote laws, or the opinions of others, or, I don't know, perhaps it's religion, or, I, I don't know, I don't know. But, um, yeah, they would want this guy dead yesterday. I know I would. Because the problem here is um, they take things like this, and there are so many of them, and it in of itself, I'm not talking about the initial incident and the, the cops that were there, state police, and, and thank God for the EMTs and, and all these professionals. That's an entirely, that's separate. Those guys are not involved with this at all. They are blameless. Matter of fact, those are the those are the good guys. Those are the guys you need. But when it comes to the penalty phase, then we're going into an industry. And the industry is this whole, the whole court, the judicial industry. And make no mistake, it's an industry. And so <clears throat> what happens is they take this, what should be an open and shut case. And I quite literally, I'm going to get to this, I mean open shut. Um, that, um, you know, the, the whole, there's going to be a long, lengthy, very lengthy trial. And then after they go through that phase, and they're going to stuff this guy in some place where his ass has to be supported at taxpayer cost for, well, until he dies. And you know what a lot of people never consider, that they're never told? Is how much it cost to keep a prisoner in prison for any amount of time, but especially, well, this guy's going to be for life. I mean, for his life. He's never going to. I can't imagine that they would have him released, but what do I know about this? I get shocked every day. But, um, yeah, I, I would certainly expect him to be in, uh, literally, to die in prison for this. But um, that is, we're talking, when all is said and done, millions and millions and millions. I don't know how many millions it'll cost the taxpayer. So, what I'm saying is, that's not retribution. That's being defined as justice. But justice is not retribution. Now, um, in my opinion, um, a much simpler, um, you know, go through uh, whatever very basic formality that you have to go through, and um, a much a much more cost-effective solution uh, was, would be for him to be hung. Being hung or a firing squad, as long as it is as cheap to the taxpayer as possible and also not sitting there lingering and langering on death row again for years and years and years at, I don't know, $70,000, $80,000, $90,000 per, 
person. Now, the industry will argue otherwise. And of course, then there's the people who are anti-corporal punishment and then all of this uh, argument will be put forth. But what I'm saying is, to me, ultimately, what is the most, the cruelest slap in the face is not only the fact <clears throat> that this, this trash, this is a person who decided, who made the decision to do this and therefore made his life forfeit. It should be absolutely forfeit at least seven times over. So don't talk to me about your fucking rights. Don't talk to me about his feelings. Here we go again. Well, he was on drugs, but he had a terrible childhood and he was depressed. And, well, he had poor coping skills and fucking ad nauseum. How about this? Again, you go through whatever little ritual you have to. You got a big old solid tree. I don't know, an oak. Oaks work pretty good. Big old solid branch. It's your hanging tree. Okay. And we got a big old solid hanging rope. And we take him right behind the courthouse, put a noose around his worthless neck, pull the chute and bang. All done. Done. Finito. Finished. No mas. And before you say, Oh my God, that's so barbaric. It's not. No, it's called retribution. And people like that. It gives them a sense of, what are those terms? Closure. Yep. Don't get much more finished than that. Matter of fact, if you check your history, it was not that long ago in this nation that, um, you know, when there were bad guys and when these bad guys and, you know, they they committed some some really some pretty bad crimes, they did some really bad things. And so the whole society, it wasn't hidden and sanitized and hide the children's eyes that might permanently damage them. Mm. Jesus Christ, give me a break. They actually made it a celebration. Hey, there's going to be a hanging. Going to be hanging on Tuesday at, uh, you know, at 3 o'clock. So bring everybody on down. Bring bring the wife. Bring the youngins. We're going to hell. We're going to make a party out of it. And they did. They actually did this. The people came and, uh, hell, they sold tickets and they made it a party. They made they were selling food and all this was going on because it was a way of solidifying their society. Not only quickly did they, they didn't have people languishing at taxpayer expense forever and ever in fucking prison. Okay? Okay. And some local charities and people involved, they actually made some, made some bucks from it because, hey, that was the least they could do. And to all those 
children who weren't shielded from everything in the world, you know, from every reality. Children are not as fragile as we've been made to believe for the last 40 years. Mm. You know, children can handle quite a bit. They're pretty damn, actually pretty damn resilient. I'm not saying to put this in an environment of death, mayhem, and killing all the time. What I'm saying is it demonstrates retribution. It demonstrates to all those people, even those in the crowd, and there's inevitably some in the crowd, that are going to be thinking about, I don't know, doing this to their neighbor or setting a building on fire or whatever they are going thinking about doing, fucking with someone. Well, when they watch that you know person drop in their neck snaps... You know, so they might maybe have second thoughts about screwing with their neighbor or their neighbor's property. One thing is for damn sure, actually two. There are two things definite out of this. Again, just for the sake of argument, you can mill this over yourself, leaving the, more, the so-called morality and all the other horse shit, but that aside... Two things. One, and I'm saying, bear in mind, I'm saying this specific case. There is no question. There's not. It, there's no question that he did it and what he did. So, um, because of that, I'm saying it very clearly spells out and it defines, you know, what penalties are and penalties that have to be paid. You know, and sometimes, having read, you know, some histories of this, there were families of people who were, um, we're talking, you know, the 1850s, 18, 60s, 70s, read several of these, okay, at these get-togethers, these, these hanging events, for instance. And here's another thing that isn't mentioned, there were some family members that even after the fact, even after the fact that the uh, criminal was hanged and they were definitely dead, and then they were, you know, being laid out uh, temporarily, you know, put, put to put in a box, makeshift uh, coffin or what have you, under the gallows, where... People, members of the family, of the, the bereaved, the victims of their family, they were so angry, even after he was dead, they wanted to, attempted to come over and, uh, you know, mutilate the body, just to, you know, stab the body or have their way with it. And maybe to us at this one, it's, it's like, yeah, that's really crazy. Well, emotions and want that that is, yeah, but... That's what we are. And I'm just saying, if people have things that are inside of them this way, and if they are always curtailed, always, no release valve, things happen, shit happens. 
at least I'm saying they would say, you know, on the report after story after story, most of the time I'm saying the the uh, the law, let's say, with their guns. I mean, they kept they kept these these people away by and large. By and large, they kept them away and said, "Okay, yeah, I know you're in. They're 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 fighting and they're struggling, and then but they you know they push them away. You know, in some cases, um, if it was something that just everyone in town understood, um, if you had a a man who uh, was a um, child murderer or molester, and he had you know, let's say he had killed." You know, several children, several little girls, um, and some for something like it was so absolutely hated that, yeah, the so the protectors of the body, yeah, they might have been, let's just say, a little bit, uh, you know, more liberal on exactly how much protecting of the corpse of this person after they were hanged, you know, of how protective they were. Simply because they understood, they felt something in common, and to a certain extent, you've got to get things out of your system. So, in those cases, a case like this, one, we know I ain't going to do it again. Don't need any costly rehab, no months and months of fucking around with this and rehab and this thing and that thing and that, 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 all at taxpayer expense. And also, well, we don't have what literally amounts to, I'm saying over, over their natural life can amount to many, 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 many millions of dollars. Because remember, this is an industry. Because... There's, unfortunately, with this industry, they're more than happy. The prisoners, are you kidding me? They don't want these, this is their cash cow. They don't want this, they don't want them to die. No, they're making money. So that aspect of the whole thing is what is horrible. That is, to me, is the double tragedy. That's what's horrible. So maybe you might think, what I'm saying sounds horrible. You know, that I'm I'm just I'm I'm a barbarian. I'm just so grotesquely oversimplified with my justice. But you know something? One, I don't think so. Two, I don't give a damn. I'm more concerned about what people's needs family members, what we as a society need, and something that is needed that people want that fulfills them when it's due is retribution. And that has nothing to do with the legal justice, quote-unquote, system. They're two different things. They word that very specifically, two different things. So I have no doubt I have no doubt this this non-person, Mr. Smith, he'll get justice. But that's not the same as retribution. Thanks for listening. So what did you think of this episode? You can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com 
find this particular episode number and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>